Ay, ay, ay. Cold cut king of this shit. What's that, bubs? Yo, my man hit me with a Fenty pack. I sent it back. My record been gold way before they sent the plaque. I spent the autumn season pushing white, dressed in black. I refuse to break a half to keep the rest intact. Facts, these little rappers want me blessing tracks. Without a bag attached, can't see me cataracts. Y'all talking little paper, but we need the pallet racks. See me over here. I get my lock straight from Halifax. Delete my math, dog. I ain't holla back since the days of rolling Texas. Throw an ox right at your solar plexus. The flow relentless. Eat pills, got more depressed like Seattle dentists. Mental health. Y'all block boys need the word of a proper apprentice. I'll roll back after back till every gram of that broccoli finish. When it's nice out, it's lights out. Sometimes I might miss a sale just to sip and break the dice out. Hey, cracks, hey, cracks. When it's nice out, it's lights out. I told the kid it's all in, but took a slice out. Yeah, right. We could've talked it out, you went and took the fight route. You doubled down, so I tripled up the price now. What's up? When it's nice out, it's lights out. I told the kid it's all in, but took a slice out. We could've talked it out, you went and took the fight route. You doubled down, so I tripled up the price now. I took a slice out the pie, but it's 3.14. My plug slipped me at 8 to 7. I paused the recording there for a second. We have to reclap. Get it together. That was Bub Styles with Lights Out from his album uh, Outerwear Season 3. Uh, he's from New York City. And uh, he took a slice out the pie, but it was 3.14. And then he hype mans himself math, which I loved. That's, uh, I noticed that as well. Uh, good, good shout rap there. Where'd you say, uh-huh. wait, where's he from? New York City. New York City. That It's, it's that vibe. Yeah. It's oh, good, yeah. man. The MC's. Uh, yeah, whole album's good. Check it out. I will. Bub Styles. Good name, yeah. white trash name for a rapper. Yeah, I think he he looks Dominican or something. I'm not sure. He's got a gut. He's wearing a Yankees hat. You know, Zach got that vibe going. Yeah, no, maybe he does look white. You're right. I don't know. He's probably like half Dominican, half white or something. <laughs> it's interesting. The uh, you know, like the, the the when it comes to MCs, if you're a big dude, you're particularly gregarious. But I feel uh-huh. like if you're a rock star and you've got or like an indie rocker and you're a big dude, you're kind of maybe more chill. Okay, wait, who's a who's a fat indie rocker? Uh like I don't know, Jay Mascus or Okay, yeah, true. I like the lead singer of but Granddaddy. He's also old, oh maybe you know. yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's like everybody gets fat when they're old. That's fine. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Actually maybe Jay Mascus was a slim young man i feel like i don't think he was slim you're probably right he was stocky but and like uh frank black also uh, that's true he's pretty never slender pretty gregarious dude he is i guess um but i like your theory uh john wayne is he the rapper uh is he he's big is he uh gregarious or is he introverted i feel like for a rapper he's actually the introvert maybe these things aren't correlated at all (laughs) I like your theory. Though. Uh, <laughs> I think just generally rappers are outspoken, so we're also yeah. dealing with that. You know? Yes, yes, it all it all comes together in now, uh, you know, kind of gigantic Billy Corgan, his current frame. Oh, how, how did, has he gotten really, really big? I mean, you saw him. I think you saw him when he was kind of. He's just kind of in a dress, you know, yeah. like has to wear a dress big. <laughs> 
Oh, I know that that style of big for a man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you're six three and a rock star, though, the options are there are many options. Yeah. Then that's true. You can just go the moo moo route. Like yeah, a, like an ant. Yes, uh, which is essentially what he's saying. Yes. He's like a moo moo, but spangly moo ant. Um, yeah, that'll be the graceful way to deal with this. The moo moo period. Uh, <laughs> <Paul>. <laughs> Wow, that's actually that's actually really cracking me up. That's a good one. Like, like if you if you heard somebody say something about you know David Bowie's Moo Moo period, like it would be credible that David Bowie had a Moo Moo period. Yes, and it's yes. also very funny to imagine him just making music in Moo Moos. It is. I can see it. Yeah. Too, oh, bad, too bad Morrissey didn't go that route, you know, or someone like, we need more, you know. That more. perfect Moo yeah. guy. Morrissey, yeah. you we, know, gay, insane, yeah. an asshole. Um, I think I, I think most artists that would enter a Moo period kind of, they, uh, they die beforehand from what would lead them to need to wear a Moo Moo. Yeah, I mean, obviously, women sometimes hit the moo moo period, but that's different. They're women, like they're yeah, are like their thing. Then yes, they're strong and powerful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aretha Franklin's moo moo period was like decades, and it rocked. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Better that than to go to the like kind of heroin period later in life. You don't. Want yeah, to you do don't that. want to be doing heroin when you're 68. No, no. I mean, pretty much never, but definitely not at 68. Yeah, or maybe. I mean, if you've been continuously doing heroin up to 68, I'm going to give you a pass and you can keep You're probably all right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, don't start at 68. That's yeah. a bad idea. Well, if you've been doing heroin all the way to 68, like you were at such risk of like instant death just <laughs> in general that like yeah. the heroin is really a non-factor in that. <laughs> Yeah, or it's just like it's become a supporting structure at that point. Like the body has adapted around it, and even though it's a toxin, if you remove it, the, all the collapse structures collapse. Exactly. There you go. Um, uh, that's my theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the funny here. thing is, like, like I was listening to Chapo's episode about quacks recently. Like, that's actually quack medicine logic, and you can sell people on that kind. Oh of yeah. <laughs> Thinking. Oh. You can yeah. make millions. The heroin, yes. If yeah, we can sell heroin as long as it's quack medicine. Savage beast. If you stop listening, you will die. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought you were, that's are... going to be the name of our heroin. No. <laughs> Let's get into the heroin bit. Speaking. Okay. No, no. Listening to the podcast gives you indions, which are like a uh, toxin. But oh yeah, uh, you can't live without them after a while. It's a bummer. Oh yeah, but we sell supplements. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what we should have been doing this whole time yes selling supplements that make you more of a loser dickhead who only likes weird things audiophile supplements Mm -hmm. make your ear vibrate more precisely (laughs) they actually just make you deaf which makes you (laughs) like desperate to pursue better sound all the time or it's just like like 50 milligrams weed five milligrams mushroom psychobillin like (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) no it's just it's cbd obviously like the fake drug that does nothing actually we Um, are getting to we're getting to a product there like weed like super specific weed strains that are made for audiophiles oh yeah that's that's something i mean honestly like as uh as the guys at shits 
say, yeah, uh, a way cheaper way to improve the sound of your music than buying audiophile gear is alcohol. Um, <laughs> it makes music way more enjoyable. Um, and so, actually, I agree. Uh, the audiophile is susceptible to the idea, no question. Yeah, we can be th- selling an eighth of audiophile indica for like $200. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no. And like you've got your classical, you've got your jazz, you've got et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Obviously, as many subgenres of music as there are, which is more than there are grains of sand on the beach, uh, you can have a strain of weed for each one of those. Yeah. Oh, man, I love the... I love the grains of sand subgenre. <laughs> that's, that's that's like chill wave, except chopped and screwed. Yeah, uh, there's like a there's some sort of like grains of sand and like, uh, you know, volcanic dust. There's a war between uh-huh. the genres of uh, small particulate matter. <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> I appreciated that. Joe. Yeah. Uh, speaking of drugs and alcohol, how was your Fourth of July, Paul? It was awesome, man. Nice. Um, I drank four uh, throughout the day. I drank four. Um, what is it fucking called? I just drank the last one of them. I, um, the red I, ale from okay. uh, Trader Joe's, where there's a van driving through a tree, the sequ- giant sequoia. Anyway. Um, uh, great value. Um, and then, um, you just say you drank four, that could have gone a lot of ways, like four forties <laughs> <laughs> or four, four love. Um, yeah. but, uh, anyway, um, yeah. So okay. had the kids over for most mm. of the afternoon and evening, uh, cause I live near the big fireworks show in town. So we, uh, we bought. 50 bucks worth of cheap fireworks from a you know a tent in mm-hmm. <laughs> by the road and set those all off after dark and then climbed on the roof to watch the big fireworks sh- show from the city nice and uh yeah pretty pretty solid overall sat on the swamp cooler no the swamp cooler uh is thankfully gone and i'm enjoying blissful air conditioning ah there you go you were the yeah. swamp cooler <laughs> Maybe, i don't know yeah. Anyway, how was your fourth, Joe? Uh, it was good. Uh, That's good to hear. Went to went to friends barbecue. Kid friends, uh-huh. kid, you know, friends made through kids. Beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, what percentage the, of your friends and Frederick are kid friends versus growing. you and Alex friends? Growing. I mean, that's kind of yeah. how we're making friends here. Um, as one does at this time of life, but, um, yeah, yeah, good party. Uh, I, I had a Coke zero and Alex had, uh, at least eight beers. So recipe (laughs) for a a good time. Oh, Um, is it ever? Um, yes. Um, so the good party, good party revealed halfway through the party, uh, that there was a keg in the basement. So (laughs) things got, things went that direction. That sounds. Uh, that's a good party, man. I'm gonna credit to your neighbors or yeah, kid friends. Or yeah, yeah. Well, they own the brewery, so you know that's the. That's oh, it's the the, key. these people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, know what's funny is if you had an obsessed fan from the podcast, Joe. Like Frederick is small enough that they could just move there, and like, 
start moving in local circles and they would mm. they would have a chance of becoming your friend in real life and you would never know that's true that's true but th- i feel like they would have already approached me about um you know a very uh very particular musical matters yeah 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 and that hasn't happened no yet. or or plays that they think mushroom cloud press needs to uh, publish well would it be uh, like would it be like a um uh, a uh was it christian kirsten shawl type situation in flight of the concords where she's only obsessed with one of them and she kind of hates <laughs> no she's one. obsessed with oh, both she obsessed with both okay maybe I'm yeah she just up. hates her husband he, oh right 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 okay it's been a while yeah uh funniest part of that show no question oh yeah uh, <laughs> that show got I honestly that show it's great but it it was so weird that I I, I don't know I rewatched like uh, several episodes within the last couple of years mm-hmm. and like it's definitely like this has influenced so many things that it's hard to totally appreciate the original anymore um, as often happens in music yeah um, because like just the the things it invented have become tropes or at least you know the things that it was an early pioneer of have become yes. tropes that you're just used to now and they've lost their effect. Um, but there are some really funny, there's some really funny stuff. I oh, mean, yeah. it's so slow sometimes. Yes. Uh, yes. It's got that like adult swim thing of like, cause I, I remember that being the thing that shocked me at first about like adult swim humor. It was like, okay, the punchline is going to be that nobody does anything for 30 seconds on screen, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, so, so there's some of that I feel like not quite, but a little bit. Um, but you know, a lot of the songs are really great, and uh, uh, just every time Kristen Shaw just completely cucks her husband right in front of his face is very mm. funny. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, I guess it's not. It is. It is still quite funny. It just suffers a bit from, uh, yeah, weirdness creep. That stuff. From yeah. That era, you know, it's just seemed so weird, and now. Yeah, some of the conversations are just like, yep, these are two guys talking to each other in an emotionally stunted way, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yep, yep. Um, do, you, uh, do you have any sort of bit for the opening of this episode? No, I feel like I feel like we just <laughs> rambled on for a long time and then ran out of ideas. I forgot to be building towards a bit. Uh, uh, I, let me uh, uh, quick search for a bit. Search for da, 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 da. a bit. A good one is to always. I mean, you know, honestly, we could have stopped at any number of good bits we just had, but then we forgot to do it. Which is what happened there. Um, <sighs> ooh, what? What I write here? What is this? I don't know. Wait. What is it? What is the Pitchfork review? Because you can subscribe to it now. Was that their, their oh? It's a it's podcast? their new podcast. Yeah, fuck yeah. That. Oh yeah, fuck them. Um, <laughs> how did they not have a podcast before now, or did they? And I just didn't know. It seems like they should have had one ten years ago. Uh, it's weird. I feel like that probably like they were like you know morally opposed to it or some shit like that. Maybe. Um, Who knows the internal, you know, the internal politics when you start and try to start like a new podcast or a blog and something like that is just probably just unfathomably, you know, uh, well, it's unfathomably political 
and weird. True. Sometimes. You would think the politics of Condé Nast owns your ass and tells you what to do to make money would make them do podcasts before now. Yeah, but they're but, probably Condé Nast probably like, yeah, you got if you do a podcast, it has to be outsourced through our podcast team, you know, and, maybe. and Pitchfork was like, fuck that. I'm not working with Daniel on the podcast team. <laughs> He's the loser. <laughs> Wait, Pooja Patel is their editor in chief now. I th- wasn't she at Deadspin at one point? That, mm, that would make sense. Yeah. Like she was like a a young new writer at Deadspin, like I don't know, not that long ago. I feel like, well, that's Pitchfork. There you go, run by Deadspin alums. Good. That's, um, hey, that's um um that's a good uh you know that's a good turn for them. It is, um, that is interesting. You know, the who knows though with media people, it's like. <laughs> Who knows what they actually think? I don't know. I don't have an opinion really about Pooja Patel. I haven't read her writing in like five years. So since Deadspin got murdered. <clears throat> it totally murdered. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, but- the Pitchfork review, Joe, I guess our dream of being the in-house Pitchfork podcast uh, is finally dead. I thought we would insult our way and whine our way into their hearts, but it didn't happen. Blissful. Blissful. That we finally, finally made it there, Paul. Um, I uh, uh, I had a fun thing. Mm-hmm. I think you. Uh, honestly, I was going to try and quiz you on this, but I think Spotify kind of ruined it now. But there's there's a guy. Remember, we listened to the Billy Woods and Kenny Seagal album. Yeah. The the most popular track on that is called FaceTime. And that's one of the like okay. yeah. And there was a rapper used to be listed uh on there as Hemlock Ernst. Okay. Um and uh I I was gonna make you guess who it was, but it just that that's tedious. Um, Hemlock Ernst. I just by listening uh, to I wish we could li- see the problem is they changed the it to this guy's real name for some reason, like so I can't play you the track and make you guess oh, wait hold on let me see if i can find okay um hold on one second this is real boring <laughs> no this is great content um apex one has a new ep he announced uh, a couple weeks ago okay so let me send you this track i mean okay. And then you can see maybe, you know, uh-huh. just don't read about who he is. Aphex Twin, what, do they have a new track or a new album coming? What's the what's the deal with that? New track with a new EP coming behind it. Nice. Four track EP coming out in about three weeks now. Nice. Yes. Okay, just listen yes. to like. I was just thinking how it's been a while for him. Okay, yeah. I'm going to listen. This track about- also produced by Kenny Seagal. Okay, here we go. Um you gotta get a little bit in to get to the the rapping. Okay. Parcel the freak, just come by 
others feeding author and novelist hat and speech hotched head in the beach doom bassoon typhoon swoon head heavy in june too weak to play the spoons to laugh to see the rest caress the size before the top saw spores the seas is unborn so sprouted uncore like tongues from snakes his sung lungs hung from drapes encased in dust and silk husks They hush when wind brush the touch of skin brush the blood blush like ditching in terse verse like needles in church when pen drops in language wheeze weighs my ankles so say my thank yous embrace the distant taste and grace air walls the fair stare alight fire shed bare my life carried on by under unawares at night between the dawn of wrong and right Magic, 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 men waiting their new recital Second pageant for the masochist Title five, breathing dragon revival New Bible to read, new idol to rival Second chances, leaving hatch, fix cycle Open-ended, open to sin and hoping to finish Holding repentance, notice diminished And blast from side, circling the opposite okay, eye Purposes, expo wide, circles of fuel Oh, it just came up It just came up, who it was <laughs> Yeah, I was about to give Damn up it. without any idea Damn it Yes, that, indeed Let's It's see. Milo Milo? No. Oh no. No. Okay. No. All right. No. Oh no. I'm looking at a different track that Milo did with Kenny Segal. Now I have to listen to that. Anyway. Okay. Yes. Um, um. It did not sound like Milo. So that's no. Uh, no. no. I have no idea. Who is this? I, it's it's uh, Hemlock Ernst. It's the Samuel Herring, who is the lead singer of Future oh. Islands. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense because when he at the beginning when he's just sort of like, uh, what are you saying down or whatever yes. he was saying. Yeah. Like I was like I know this voice. Yeah. But yeah. when the rapping happened, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh this makes him one of the more uh versatile vocalists I know of because, you know, in addition to just being like a really good sort of baritone singer, um yeah. he can rap really well. That was yes. very good actually. Yeah. Um and even in, in- and he also even does the metal death growl. Like yes. I think he can do all the singing kinds. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. He had that. He has that like second voice he uses for Future Islands. Yeah, the yeah the evil voice. Metal death growl is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what they call it. Uh, yeah, he can probably do opera. I now predict. Um, it's possible. And, um, probably. Uh, uh, what is it like? You know, Tibetan Tungan Yak throat singing or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, he can probably do that. Uh, ventriloquism. I bet he can do that. Uh, yeah. Hemlock Ernst. Such a white guy rapper name. Such, the most white guy. Maybe rapper. the most white guy <laughs> rapper name. <laughs> I don't think I could think of one. Uh, I mean, really over the top. But great beat and great rap, actually. Mm-hmm. It was also very white guy in that it was like, wow, you spent so much time coming up with a really intricate rhyme scheme, which is what every white guy does, including yes. me, if I were to do a rap. Yep, yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what is that about us? It's uh, yeah. overcompensating, obviously. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh-huh. Lack of flow yeah. otherwise. Yep. Ah, all right. Joe, just drop the beat. Drop the, the uh, credits. We got no, <laughs> we're not going to get there. It's been happening. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> Hemlock Ernst, funny name. Yeah, the beat. Ah. Yes, yes, and you don't stop. Cool ID, best rapper, you don't stop. Another fucking hundred fucking dollar for the style for you and your mind. Come on, yeah, you can never define anything but divine love. I'm a savage beast, <laughs> slightly above average at least. Nah, preference is relative. My reference is consistently. Uh, bring you to another vicinity I hit you with the riddles consistently 
Dead in the middle of little Tripoli Little did we know that we triggered a fissure In the metaphysical imagery Elegant painted in oil Love is a flower, see how Dissolving the power Is dissolving the hours as well The tower, a bell at the top of it A hawk, a pigeon, a dove A vision of love, an eagle, a falcon even The gold coin and the talon that was um, prophesies upon earlier papyruses Gaze into the irises of infinite osiruses Hieroglyphical, visual, style, habitual, scriptural uh, Kick verses, hearses, ghosts hovering above them Cold stuttering skips in the tape, a vision of lake A cold cloud field shrouded and secluded upon a winding road I don't have, do we have any like featured items? I feel like we had something to talk about And now it's slipped um, away Yeah, so there was just that album um yeah there's uh i was gonna look up the mish barber way thing but then i never did but yeah uh, so there's there's the kiev album or whatever there's youth lagoon yeah. Ooh, i never listened Fuck you. i didn't remember how long ago was i've that? said did you like eight times that? though <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> it was like t- the last one was like six weeks ago Let uh, me see. no i feel like i okay <laughs> I just forgot that it was there. I hadn't caught up well, to that. Did you listen? Did you? Um, I was uh, think. I was looking today. I was like, "What did Joe send me?" And I scrolled up. I was like, "I guess nothing." Um, <laughs> did you listen to? Uh, did you actually listen to that? The single by the smile. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah. Okay. I guess it was. It was three weeks ago. Um, it f- <laughs> that you said youth lagoon. It feels longer. Um, you did say it three times. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Six seventeen. Not long ago. <laughs> That's so long ago. I can't remember anything. Um, <laughs> That's all right. We'll do it for next. The problem is, it's like the. I next- like Youth Lagoon. Yeah. I'm not against Youth Lagoon. They're yeah. great. Yeah, he's great. Yes. He um, we'll Pl- keep. Plus, that. I had definitely written him off as ever been doing another great album because I remember the last one I listened to being sort of like, oh, it's like a more boring version of Youth Lagoon. Yeah, this, this he is. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get it. We'll D- listen to it. Next no spoilers. Time. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah. L- establishing where i'm at yeah. coming in you know uh well d- uh let's um do you want to explain this white lung thing or is it not worth i i, I don't have enough details okay well you know discuss. what okay so we actually we don't have a whole lot to discuss i've got it uh, i i do have a bit though i that i, I do okay. have something i wanted to discuss which is that you know we need to expand mm-hmm. our content um Ooh, i already agree we need a new channel um uh-huh. uh we need to well i have, i have two ideas for channels but i think the primary new channel is tiktok we need to get on tiktok because okay so there uh-huh. are a lot of gimmicky music accounts there not that we would be a gimmick we would crush the gimmicky accounts but as my wife, our TikTok consultant, has informed me, there are accounts like a like a woman like listening to all five hundred of the greatest albums all, of all time, and like okay. you know reviewing them one by one in one minute. She gets like yeah. tens of thousands of listeners to this, uh-huh. and like we just need we can get on there and spend 60 seconds talking about like some random like song that no one's ever this heard is, of this this is easy joe yeah we're doing every smashing pumpkin song exactly i'm like we're well, gonna introduce <laughs> you know the tiktok generation to zwan yeah um, you know and you're, we're, they're we're, blow their minds 
We're going to do every Smashing Pumpkin song in alphabetical order. There you go. Um, That's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so we start probably with 1979, which is also perfect. Um, and we actually, you probably zero. start. No, it start with 17. The ah, true. It's <laughs> 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 pretty good one. That that could <laughs> we could spend four times the running. Yes. <laughs> length of the song discussing good. it. It's I good mean, to start with the gimmick. But that's no, that's perfect. Perfect. See, there we go. This is how we we start with that. We go from there. We see how it goes. We only do uh-huh. good. We only do the classic era, of course. We don't do new shit. Yeah, no, no, no. Although it would be kind of funny to just be like every third song is like, oh my god, this is from Oceania. Um, I there's so many though. It's so <laughs> yeah. Many. That's what I'm saying. It would be actually large proportion of the yeah. podcast, and many of them I would be listening to for the first time. That could actually be it yeah. for those songs. It's just a reaction video of my face as I listen to it for the first time. Uh, that would be, I, I mean, that would be a good gimmick. Like we listen to new Smashing Pumpkin songs, but we kind of do that here. Yeah. That's it, it's played out. It's played out. It's more fun to be positive. <laughs> that's what, um, I agree. What are they? You're Zoom, right. Is it Zoomers now? Is that what it is? That now I sound old, but I, I, I kind of, I get the generation names. They just say Gen Z now. Gen I Z. Think, I okay. Like. Yeah. It sounds less like boomers is what yeah. a boomer would say. Or Zoomers is what a boomer would say. Right. Fuck Gen that. Z is like, yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna start the TikTok tonight. Okay. And uh, yeah, but feel free. I feel like we could do the Smashing Pumpkins, but it's TikTok. It's uh, it's chaos mode. So if you know, you can jump in and just talk about whatever fucking random song you want to talk about as well. That's true. Okay. And so I should install TikTok for the first time. You should. Uh, yeah, you actually should. It's it's um. Uh, you know the communist Chinese Communist Party. They did a real good job with it. Yeah. It's, well, it's I trust compelling. them to make an app wh- way more than I trust the NSA to do it. Oh, yeah, of course. God, the NSA. The NSA probably made Meta. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> they were like, this is brilliant. We'll get every oh. work conversation to happen online so we can <laughs> record it. And then nobody took the bait. <laughs> oh, man. They got to keep uh, making islands full of underage sex slaves instead. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, well, they should have put the underage sex slaves in Meta. Like, obviously, that's how you get that going. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That that reminds me. That reminds me. Uh, welcome to Savage Beast. Uh, right. I'm Joe Gallagher. Uh, with uh-huh. me, as always, uh, stuffing virtual Coke bottles down his shirt as he exits the metaverse. <laughs> it's Paul McLeod. <laughs> oh, man. We got to dump the baby. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like a you, that's like a distant pull even from when I re- made reference to that distant pull now so well done yeah um yeah the metaverse what were we talking about TikTok the, meta, the TikTok yeah I'm actually excited about this yeah I'm prepared I'm prepared to do one minute of uh uh yapping about uh the pumpkins uh everyone's you know frequently and you know. Uh, we've been underutilizing our um, ravishing good looks in this audio exactly. only format. So, speak. Okay, so so number two, a content stream that I think is well suited for you is uh-huh. um, I, I randomly I don't know how the algorithm pointed me to this like kind of anarchist youth type content creator called Buddyhead. 
He's okay. like a punk rock guy. A lot of good, a lot of good uh, ACAB memes. Um, but he had one word or two. One word. Um, but anyway, like I joined the Discord, um, uh-huh. like kind of, uh, you know, to see what Gen Z, the rebels of Gen Z are up to. Oh, who knows? Uh-huh. Who knows? In line, these people are like sixty or whatever. I think there are some of them. I think this guy, Buddy Head, is a guy. I don't even know. Is you know a, a young person? Anyway, anyway, he was, his homepage has great you know Web one point oh yes aesthetic, yes so I love the comeback of that um, yeah. which we predicted with our website um, yeah which we need to not redesign but reconfigure yes. to work <laughs> um, he does DJ like vinyl DJ sets on Twitch which okay. I was like that's I could see you setting up for that. Under the Savage Oh, moniker. okay. You just, or and we, either of us can do it, but we just have to have different sound. Like, does he DJ? Don't. Does he, does he scratch and No, screw, no, he doesn't scratch. He just, he just sits yeah, there and plays like punk rock records and like uh-huh. talks in between them. Okay. So it's like a radio show, basically. I guess so. But like, yeah. But like I, ancient I feel like tech. if you called it a radio show, <laughs> you're more likely to kind of get shut down. But if you're a DJ set, I have no idea what the legality of this is. That is a good question. But how do DJs I, get away with all this shit? Yeah, I guess it's. I guess especially if you're DJing underground punk records. Yeah. You know, there's not so much of a a machine to come after you. True. Anyway, True. maybe this is this is what this is part two when we become very successful on TikTok. We'll just live stream. We'll live stream our reactions to albums on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just I live like stream it. us listening to Melancholy. <laughs> live stream me at work having my headphones on. While yes. I try yes. out new music. Oh, man. Um, all right. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, I'm into that. There's um, um, My last TikTok comment is that um, one of my colleagues at work uh, uh, on, uh, on my social media team uh, sent me um, this article that there's like some evidence that if you post a TikTok a lot, that somewhere around your twentieth video, they just make it go viral, and like oh, just to get you addicted. Yes, and then like later they'll make one another video go viral like less, uh-huh. but like so you're kind of like oh wait I almost got it again. So like there's there's little like curves uh-huh. you see to keep you on. That would be I mean okay obviously yes they do that yeah um, it's genius because I, it's genius. I, I, I had never thought of that idea, but uh, yeah. it would work. Yeah. And um, I mean, because like, yeah, they just like, you know, put it in everybody's sort of random feed, I assume. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It doesn't even have to be then, everybody's. It has to be like, you know, 6,000, 10,000 versus like, you know, 200 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and wow. then you're like, oh my God, you get all these views and everybody's like looking at it for five seconds and being like, what the fuck and swiping through probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this <laughs> person's so this person's theory is that it like rewarded your like that and there was later tiers that kind of rewarded you like getting posting enough or like getting enough views or follows. You'd get yeah. you'd get a, a a very like planned uh I mean it's it's just like boost. how these Yeah, it's just like how these free to play games work, you know, where like every so often in your progression they just give you a bunch of free stuff and you're like, Oh my god, this is wonderful. I have yeah. stuff. I have to go on, keep going for the next milestone. Um <laughs> they should they should actually just be explicit about it. On your 20th post, you will get 
500 likes we will yeah. make sure it happens yes yes <laughs> like why you think people would be ashamed or embarrassed to take that deal no they'll be like great everybody likes me this is the internet era uh, fake likes are real likes this is just like exact yeah i mean psh, there is no difference anymore that's yeah. back in the day buying likes that was something but now it's just like well what what is a like they're yeah. all fake you know yeah all followers no but fake. it's a number you can point to nobody can take yeah. that goddamn like away from you except for twitch or twitter I mean, or, you know not twitch you know tiktok is all video and like like all social media video views are fake they're just all yes. fake yeah impressions just generally are yeah. is a fake number yes yes uh, videos uh, are like the, is... the crowning achievement of of fake impressions <laughs> or fake exactly. impressions is redundant yeah however podcast listens are real mm, um, yes and i treasure all three dozen we get no it's more than that per episode <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> no if you look at the bot inflated numbers on soundcloud it's way higher than that. it is it is yeah um yeah. you know uh, you know there are people in the industry there are people in my industry listening to this right now being like how does he get away with being so unprofessional um <laughs> Uh, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Visit Sealand. Uh, <laughs> oh man, we should start talking about DMO industry stuff. That would be funny. No, um, it would not actually at all. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, I um, uh, we had so we were Lana Del Rey somewhere. has a new. Oh, Lana Del yeah. Rey, yeah. She has a new album out, Joe, a few months ago. Hot album it's very cover, good. I hear. Yeah, it's got uh that was gonna say there's some visual content I could post about uh my appreciation for her. Um but um you know, she's got four or five different covers of this album. Uh mm. all of which are very well done. Um uh, I guess Taylor Swift already did this. Was she the one who invented that idea, or did somebody else come up with it? I mean, yeah, like mid, two uh, versions have been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. She did. She did like eight different versions of an album, like all in a different color of vinyl. Yeah, all that's pretty much what album. Lana has done here. So I guess I can't even complain. It's like just this is just uh, corporate best practices at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I guess I appreciated. I looked at it and I was like, I'm. Five percent tempted to buy multiple copies of this because they're all cool and it's a good album, but I'm actually just going to view this as I get to pick and choose which album packaging I like the best of the yes. four options she has presented to me. That is the the only. I feel like you you've got to stick that because as soon as you just blatantly admit that vinyl is just a piece of of just a know, trophy, just a trophy, yeah. yeah, that you're collecting. Um, you know, you're you're part of the problem, man. Clog- I mean, you're you clogging know, up the the presses. True. I mean, like if if Lana Del Rey is your favorite artist, go for it. That's, That's great, true. You know, yeah. Like I would do that with Radiohead, probably. I have bought multiple copies of Radiohead. Oh uh, yeah, we're not going to Radiohead doesn't count, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's for real. That's that's art. <laughs> um, I bought I bought everything available for the Kid A release. So, uh huh. You know, just, yeah. I actually resisted the storybook for a long time, and but it rocks. I have it now. Uh yes. Wait till the yeah. Do you mean the oh one you're talking about the, the most vi- recent release? One? Oh yeah yeah yeah. I mean the most recent release. Yeah, I have. I got three things. I did not get like the extra vinyls. I just got the best. We oh, cut out there for a second. There we go. Oh, I said I just got the best vinyl. I didn't get like multiple yeah. copies of the vinyl or anything like that. No, I guess I got 
yeah i got the kid a i got the kid a amnesia book just the book there's like the art book i have that and then there's the the like book album like the special special edition album yes i got that and then of course the little chat book or whatever the little poetry book that yeah i, I got wrote. that i got the cassette yeah and then didn't you get didn't you also get the black vinyl so you could play that without ruining your white vinyl or I, something like that that's correct. Yes, I also bought okay. that. I did not then go out and buy the indie like red vinyl version. Oh, yeah. Which was okay. Also... So Radiohead did three versions right there. So what are we even? Yeah, but one of those was not like for the website. It was only for. Uh... Yeah. Well, that's that's how oh, Lana did the, it. I bought the CD too. Oh yeah, there you go. See, I didn't buy the CD or the cassette or the black vinyl. Yeah. Um, I would if I were to, if I were to get another vinyl, it would probably be the Red Record Store one. Actually, that'd be yeah, cool. it's good. Um, but like, yeah, so that's how Lana did it. She had an Amazon edition and a Target edition and a Rough Trade edition and a Her Store edition and uh, right, right, yeah, that's okay. That's a little better. As long as it's not Her I mean, Store, where like all eight are available, like just right next to each other. No, no, that yeah, would, I think that's you have lame. to. Yeah. You have to go to Amazon to get the Amazon. Okay, so, okay, right. that's that's a. I mean, uh, you know, it's all online, so it doesn't really matter yeah. anymore. But yeah, if I had to actually physically walk to like Best Buy and yeah, Circuit City or something, that's just bad for the environment. I don't just know. walks walk to Zia Records. Zia Records, God go. bless them. That's that's where I got my blue OK computers. Nice. I also yeah. bought my blue OK computer in a real. A real record store. It was cheaper. I didn't have to pay shipping. It was great. Yeah, yeah it was cool. Um, but except, like, I'm still mad. I didn't buy like the super, the super extra edition of it for some weird reason. I remember us discussing out. it on yeah, this podcast. Which was we should go back and listen to that episode and find out what our bad logic was. Yeah. So I'll uh, be, I'll be, yeah. Uh, I'll, I, I'm going to go back and get that sometime. Yeah. Mm, vinyl. I've been, I've been buying a few more vinyls. I got the. Uh, I got that uh, Lana Del Rey. I got the, mo- the most recent White Lung, um, which comes with a nice big collage poster. Nice. Um, there's another one I got recently. I don't know. It's like I, I actually finally just gave up on buying MP3s, uh, mm. the last insane person to stop doing that. And um, uh, so now it's like if I like it, now it's the only question is like, is an album above the – I like it enough to just buy the vinyl to, you know, to, to signify right. my appreciation, uh, basically. I've just um, been, I, I, see, I've been going the other way. I've just been buying, cassettes. I've been more and more buying, well, I have been buying cassettes to get, sometimes, so that's the thing. I buy like, I buy, you jest, but yes. I mean, I, I want to just buy the, the flax of this stuff, like basically yeah. on band, you know, on band camp. Okay. Music wow. That way, it's just I've been more that that direction. How have but, we swapped positions on this? This is amazing. But the, what I've been doing, though, a lot of cases because I do I do want a physical object. Um, uh-huh. I've been ordering like the cassette because it's usually like right. twelve versus seven or something like that, and you know you just get uh, yeah a little um, a little cassette mail and uh, you know what I. Yeah. Here's here's how I would do it with the cassette. I would do it if they had an option where you could just store up all the cassette shipping for a year. And then at the end of the year they send you one big box with all the cassettes, at least from the same label or something. That would be or good. the same manufacturing center. 
And that way I don't have to pay $5 shipping every time I get a fucking cassette, which makes yes. me feel like killing myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. That part is super annoying. Um, they should they should have something like that. Cassette. Um, yeah, just like we a could cassette. Be the, we could be the middlemen you know. for that. Uh-huh. And I don't, operate that would actually be a record store. <laughs> Uh-oh, I just invented a record store. <laughs> I love that when you're like, oh, such a good idea. Oh, this is already a dead industry. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. It's got to, they're definitely, well, they're definitely cassette only record stores that are like for the super indie cassette labels. But I wonder if there's just like a hipster, you know, mainstream cassette only store. <sighs> I bet there is. Oh, what is it? Oh, what is the. Um, Let me see if this ancient, uh, really bizarre used record store in tucson still exists what was it it's like this place that was like you know actually for just you like the shittiest used inventory of cds and tapes back in the day um i it was open 20 years ago and i think it was still open 10 years ago i'm not seeing it show up on the map now i feel like it shut down i don't remember its name so it's hard to remember we have got but pandemic they had you know they it was just like the kind of place where you could go in and get like you know just all these old cassettes from acts that you have never heard of from like the 70s and 80s that's just like nobody has ever heard of these bands right Um, right uh maybe your maybe your parents could dimly remember you know one tenth of them but um that was the weird thing about used CD stores back in the day. Like, just so many CDs from X that you're like, what the fuck is this? Yes, yes. It was so, it was nice when a place was actually like curated. Yeah, exactly. No, and so that's the case with this. Like, Zia Records is the place in town where you could go and be like, okay, good music will be here. A lot of mm-hmm. random stuff I've never heard of. But this other one, whatever it was called, it was huge, just racks and racks and racks. And you would look through it and be like, I have not even the tiniest bit of interest in any of this stuff. Like certainly not paying money for it. Um, yeah. Yes. God. It's no. uh it's a, uh, these are the experiences our children will never have, Jim. They're gone. It's true. They'll just be uh, buying it in the, uh, I guess, Roblox. I don't no, know. They'll just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a pay to play in a video game to get a new background soundtrack uh-huh. for your, your runs. That's what the PBS Kids game app is is preparing them for, even though it's not paid. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like PBS you know. prepares you to sit idly in front of the TV, even though it, there are no ads. You know? True. Yeah. Preparing you for Very good true. consumerism later on. That's why I killed Arthur. <laughs> uh, uh, preparing you to develop this uh, a relationship with the TV of both hating what you're watching and yet being unable to stop mm-hmm. uh, looking at it and in fact coming to depend upon the drama that this hatred uh, injects into your life um, yeah it's true That's PBS is actually just a, a psyop <laughs> for capitalism mm-hmm. and that's why Kid should only watch the Criterion Collection streaming <laughs> streaming app. <laughs> I mean, movies are all psyops too, but you know, uh, it's all psyops all the way down. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we were going to listen to an album of music yeah. that you introduced us to. What is yeah. it? Yeah, it's uh, man, I didn't do any research on this guy. 
which I should have, because I bet there's a good story. Tight. Um, maybe we'll do it live. Uh, but I, I listen to the music, you know. That's all that matters. Uh-huh. Um, hey, Lonnie is his name, I think. Right? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, let me look it up. Cause uh, I don't have it pulled up on my... Uh, hi, Nolly. Sorry, I got the ins and the backwards. Hi, Nolly. H-E-I-N-A-L-I. Um, and I presume he's Ukrainian because the album is called Kiev Eternal. And we're going to listen to a track called... Not if Putin Nightwalk. has anything to say about it. <laughs> so what's triple? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. Bub Styles is still playing this entire time. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it wasn't. It just replayed. Okay, here we go. Nightwalk. again uh night walk by uh Heinle, uh from kiev internal he's like an electronic music guy slash composer mm-hmm. um as the I, I looked it up while we were uh reading it while we were listening there and it is indeed uh pretty much just like a uh the name is is unironically just a big celebration of kiev which is where he's from and god bless you know the resistance to the russians uh oh yeah i can't blame the the ukrainians for that anyway um so this album was interesting i was uh listening to it and um you know it's like uh, some found sounds and then some sort of ambient stuff 
And I was like, I caught my ear a little bit more than the ambient stuff usually does. I'm sure I've said many times on this podcast that I'm like too ADHD for to really get into ambient most of the time. Mm. Um, but then, and then I, I was sort of, I recall being sort of on the fence about it. And uh, then also, uh, as I was re-listening for the pod, I was like, you know, got like eight tracks through and I was like, hmm, I mean, this is good, but I'm not sure why, uh, not sure why I liked it so much. And then the last three tracks, fucking rock, including Nightwalk there, um, really, really to my taste, a uh, form of uh, ambient riff type thing. Key of Eternal is like that cranked up and then Coda is a nice little Coda. Uh, that um, uh, finishes it off well. So I think that's why I ended up <laughs> suggesting it for the pod is I listened to the last three tracks. I was like, okay, this is awesome. Um, and that uh, that um, uh, explains it anyway. <laughs> Joe, what were your thoughts? Yeah, um, I thought it was a um, very um, uh, very quietly beautiful album. Uh, was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, you kind of get it immediately that it's it's not quite ambient. I mean, I I understand if it's yeah. technically in that category, but it it reminds me more of a it's well, it is found sounds. It's a it's a collage. Um, it's, it's almost yeah more minimalist than ambient. I don't know if that's the right word. It's not really minimalist composition. But. Yeah, it's more abstract. I know that. Yeah, uh, yeah ambient is not. More music concrete. Than yeah, the there we let's, go. Let's yes. Yeah. Field recordings um, and, yeah. and they're like um, it demands a little more attention than ambient. It's not meant to have yeah. this kind of specific numbing effect on the yeah. the on the well, the first of the third eyes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. Just made that up. But it sounds, you know, Freudian or Jungian. Um, yes, to number the eyes, one through one through five. Um, yeah, I, the first time I listened to this album, I was kind of like I was inside. It was during the day, and I liked it. But then the the second time, you know, I was on a I was listening to my Drop Pandas, uh, excellent Bluetooth headphones. Uh, but I was you know I was on a walk uh, at night. You know, there were like fireflies and rabbits and shit. And uh, mm. then it was really good. Then it really that's hit the, well. Yeah, it, that's the yeah. the mood for this. Yeah, um, exact. Vibe. Yeah, I listened to it while I was like working the first time, mm-hmm. and it it managed to cut through. But yes, and then my yeah for for re auditioning, I just like cranked it up on the sound system. Definitely sounds very nice that way. Um, a lot of lot of body in the music. Yeah, which is uh, what I like. Um, yeah, I don't know, like that kind of. Uh, it's sort of a um, uh, everything in its right placey type of keyboard riff there a little bit, um, at least the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it's uh, just that perfect level of like just contemplative and yearning enough to uh, keep me listening for the nine minute running track of that <laughs> or yes. running time of that track. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, really, really interesting, beautiful stuff. Uh, he His previous EP released last October – um is called live from a bomb shelter in ukraine so there you go 28 minutes of a live stream he did that's cool and dark yeah to support this Um, guy buy his cassette yeah hopefully he's not dead yet or anything yikes um hopefully he 
doesn't get drafted and then sent to the front lines. I mean, you know, <laughs> we could get into that. That's a whole other thing going it's on. It's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode, Joe, let's do a review of the music of Ukraine. Mm. Uh, you know what's really awful, actually, is Russian music. Have you ever heard it? Like, I've had counties oh, yeah. or, yeah, like, uh, uh, you know, um, yeah. what's the word? Uber drivers uh, <laughs> play it. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, you got to at least, you got to be, um, in like hardcore punk or like an immigrant community there to get anything decent. I feel like, yeah, now that would be fine. Yeah. But no, it's like just really shitty dance music yeah, uh, with an Eastern European vibe. Oh yeah. Um, bad. Yeah. Uh, but I bet Ukraine has it had at least like one excellent period of like underground rock. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Russia gave us pussy riot. Um, yeah. Uh, Although I have, I have no idea if their music is actually good. It's listenable, you know. It's like it's like respectable at least, right? Yes. Also, like protest punk. It's like the point is sort of the vibe, uh, of course, not the 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 tunes. (sighs) Anyway, Um, wow, the uh, rock music in Ukraine Wikipedia article is horribly written. (laughs) ukrainian rock is rock music from ukraine while it is rock it is important for those who follow ukrainian contemporary music to understand the via music scene of the 1970s and 1980s this controlled form of music was a response to the rock and roll infiltrating from the outside this is just translated this must Uh be just translated but like it seems also to be grinding some kind of acts about ukrainian culture at the same time it is, Which, yes. Well, but why would that be in... Maybe maybe there's an edit war. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's it, They wrote it in Ukrainian, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, like, are you saying it's machine translated? It could... Well, either the person that wrote it in Ukrainian then used a machine to translate it to English. I see, I see, yeah. But it is funny that, like, it still it sounds like in the original, there's still some old guy there being like, no, we had great punk in the 70s. You guys need to know about it. It's not this bullshit the Azov Battalion is listening to now. I'm looking at the history of the article. But... Actually, that's what I want to know. What does the Azov Battalion listen to? Oh, God. No, I, I don't want to know that. <laughs> uh... Uh, there's not a lot of... Azov, Full Contact, a song by Sokira Peruna. That's got to be some super Nazi rap. <sighs> Yikes. Or something. Oh, man. Um... Yeah, it's too, it's too bad the horrific band of human rights uh, abusers uh, didn't manage to overthrow the horrific people in the Russian government. <laughs> exactly. Damn. Uh, let's see, I'm watching a video now of the Azov Battalion uh, dancing. Uh, I don't have the music on. Wait, I'm going to turn it on and listen for a sec. The music is less bad than I expected. It's sort of like nice uh, Turkish James Bond lounge music. Okay, okay. Um, uh, we will dancing, not be playing it on the pod though. <laughs> no, uh, the dancing. You know, it's actually just really bad white guy dancing, pretty much. So there you go. These guys do look strong and tough, though. I'll give the Azov Battalion that. <laughs> you got to hand it to them. <laughs> 
They're tough dudes. <laughs> well, I mean, they are actually. That's accurate. Uh, by all accounts, really heroic racist psychopaths. We don't want to get these bro. I mean, we don't want to like diminish their broness just because they're yeah. neo Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dudes, it's, uh, dudes, look, dudes rock. <laughs> No, it's the it's just, it's uh, an unfortunate thing that uh, uh, the Russian takeover of Europe is being stopped by um, Nazis. Uh, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, if I run into the Azov Battalion and they're doing Nazi shit, well, I'm going to stop that. But if they're just hanging out. Why not exchange a dude's rock with them? You know. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of. I guess because they're Nazis, that's why not. Um, yeah, I guess but, so. Know. Yeah, I guess you don't have to. <laughs> anyway, uh, Joe, you got anything else for the episode? No, no. Let's end it on the. <laughs> let's end it there. Sounds good to me. Yeah, we'll, um, be, we'll be back with a Youth Lagoon <laughs> review next time. <laughs> we will be. In the meantime, uh, you know. Uh, may the Ukrainian counteroffensive bring a swift into the war. That's, yeah, uh, that'd be wonderful. Catch us on TikTok. Yes, I don't know our username yet, but we will, we will figure it out soon. Some uh, I bet the other Savage Beast podcast already oh, got fuck. the TikTok handle. It'll be uh, we'll, in the this episode description. We'll feature our TikTok uh, TikTok handle. Excellent. Yeah. Time to download the app. Yes. Finally. Good night. Good night. Time to stop.